Good morning, everyone. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me on this beautiful Friday. I, I don't know what the weather is like where you are, but we are in this extraordinary time out here in Philadelphia where it's just, just beautiful. So, so today what we're going to talk about is this idea of mixed motives, which is incredibly significant, incredibly important to the whole spiritual journey and the idea we all have mixed motives. So how does this attach back to Noah and the ark? Well, we read in this story from a Christian New Church perspective that there's the literal truth up here and that right underneath it is this, is this beautiful sort of poetic truth in it. And part of that poetic truth deals with what the ark was built out of. It was built out of gopher wood. Well, that's interesting, right? Like gopher wood, what does that have to do with anything? Well, Manuel Swedenborg said, think of gopher wood this way. Picture it this way. It's a wood with a lot of sulfur in it. In other words, it burns easily. It it gets inflamed very quickly. It catches fire very quickly and also happens to be very buoyant. So, so that's what the ark was built from. And, it, and, and it's interesting spiritually. What is that picture? Well, you think of gopher wood. You, you think of those parts of our life that just tend to be pretty compulsive, tend to have not always such good motivations. And isn't it fascinating that those are some parts that God uses. This is super important, super important, super important to remember this. In God's economy, nothing is wasted. You know, even our compulsions are put to good use in a lot of ways. And, and that's and that's kind of fun to think about. So, so let's look at first, uh, you know, the danger of believing that we can have pure motivations. I want to like just do a little aside for that. That's super dangerous because People who believe that other people should just be purely motivated are going to be sorely disappointed. And, and that's why we have to be so careful with that statement of somebody does something and maybe they do something nice or something not nice. But anytime we think we can attribute our judgment on their motivations, we got to be super careful. In other words, please be careful. And this is a reminder to all of us to not use the phrase, I know why you did that. Do you really know? Are you 100% sure of what their motivations were? Maybe their motivations were bad. Maybe they were good. Odds are it was a little bit of both. So just, just hold out there that that may, not, that may not serve you well to use that phrase. Well, I know why you did that, especially in anger. It rarely works. Um, I know when I'm working with people and one partner says that to the other, it doesn't, it doesn't go well. People instantly take take umbrage to that. And, and we just have to see it very differently. So, so that's kind of the dangerous part of believing that there's pure motives. And then the other part is looking at, well, then how can impure mixed motives, how can they be a positive thing? Well, here's this, here's a simple little example. It'll give you, give you a smile, you know? Uh, so, working with, with couples and, you know, a consistent question is how did you first fall in love? And, and usually, you know, there's, there's a pretty stock response, particularly from the males, uh, you know, and saying like, Chuck, I thought she was beautiful. I looked at her across. She was there at the bar. She was just the most gorgeous thing I ever saw. In other words, I thought she was hot. Now, now that, that particular approach, right? Like that's a mixed motive. That's not a pure motive. That's not, she was an angel and she's so sweet and I knew we'd be married forever and this was my life partner. It's none of that. No, this was a beautiful woman. I wanted to go dancing. That, that's where God can take that mixed motive, right? And can actually turn it to good. And, and a lot of the time that, that stuff happens, folks, you know, a whole lot of the time, you know, we, we see that, we see that occurring and, and, 
and God will just keep on keep on using that. You know, I was just was listening this morning to a podcast. And it was a pastor who who lost his job for a period of time because of of some things that he was doing. And he said, you know, the first couple of months he was just so angry at everyone who had done this to him. And then over time, you know, he said about a third of the way through his recovery, quote unquote, the anger started to abate and the learning started to happen. Now, it's interesting, right? The anger came before the learning. The anger may have gotten him to the learning. You know, that angry part, he may have needed to burn that bad boy out and, and just like have gone completely into his anger so that that part could just get get sort of, um, yeah, burned away for lack of a better word. But that anger kind of got him through a little little bit of time till we could get to the place he was learning. And and folks, the beautiful part is we don't have to figure any of this out. Like this is this is not what we're doing. This is what God is doing. So we have to learn to be as comfortable as we can with the idea of mixed messages and that those will actually support us. The last part of that, folks, that that uh that gets said in this biblical commentary we'll be we've been looking at is just to remember this, you know, as we as we deal with looking through motives and and again, important for us to as best we can come from the best intentions of our heart, knowing again there'll be mixed motives. Is just to remember as we hold that, as we think through that, as as we think how we're going to go through a storm, and an age-old adage about heaven and hell that's extremely important which is that heaven whispers and hell shouts. That is just a truism, right? That's just a truism. So when you're looking for those better motivations of your heart, look for them in quiet, because that's probably where they're hanging out. And you're looking for those motivations that are probably not so good. Look for them in what is shouting in your life. And, and again, we're going to have a mix of both. We're clearly going to have a mix of both. And it's not a big like guilt trip around having those, those negative parts. It's just, it's knowing they're there. It's the recognition. And then we just continue moving. <laughs> we continue moving on. Um, you know, I was, I was, as I was getting ready for this morning, I was reading a wonderful little blog and it was a, uh, a blogger talking about how like, yep, I have mixed motives all the time. Like I'm trying to write this really, really high, refined, deeply spiritual stuff. And the reality is I want a lot of people to like it. And he said, what, how does, how does he, how does he deal with those two sets of motivations? And he said, well, this is what comes down when I'm done writing, I hit send. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. We're not going to cure the mixed motives. Just hit send. Keep moving forward. That's that's what this is talking about. Know that in God's economy, he's even going to use those, those compulsive parts of our nature as well. So friends, that's the thought going into the weekend. And hopefully give yourself a little grace with a thought like that. And what we're going to do now is now we're going to do a little prayer, you know, a little little blessing, a little hello to folks on, on social media as well. So, so with that, dear friends, let's get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I 
be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, bring you home. Amen. So with that, friends, wishing you all the best. God bless. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Bye-bye.